Have you ever been driving and all of a sudden it's like you wake up and think, where in the world am I? And more times than not, when you do realize where you are, you're not where you'd plan to go. Why? Because we're living on autopilot. We are caught up in the busy and the drama of meeting everyone else's needs that we aren't living intentionally. We aren't present. Using the power of intention helps us slow down. It helps us keep our actions in line with our values and priorities. This week, I give you tips on how you can assure that you stay focused on what matters most so that you do not wake up at the end of your day thinking, where am I and how did I get here? Let's go. Recently, I was sitting at a red light in a left-hand turn-only lane. The boys are in the back seat, and my husband is in the passenger seat. And this is our typical arrangement because neither of us like the other ones driving, but I win as far as I get to drive but then have to listen to him as the backseat driver when he's sitting in the front seat. So I'm sitting at the light and Sam says to me, you need to turn on your turn signal. And I was like, but I'm, everybody knows at this intersection that I'm turning left. And he said, but you need to show your intention. And my thought is, I'm in a turn left only lane. Isn't my intention already stated? But to his point, I had not solidified and I had not given a sign of intention for my turn. Intention is really, really important to Sam. And and you know that I love my intention setting and so forth. And it really is tied into kind of what we were talking about last week. It's part of our faith. In the Islamic faith, every time you do anything. And these were the things that I was referring to last week that are cultural. Like, I don't even know all the things because I didn't grow up with them. But every time you go to pray, you go to fast, you break your fast, you, we like do a washing before we pray, which is called wudu. All of these little things Before you start, you say your intention to yourself or you state your intention so that you are in the moment. So as opposed to, oh, I have to go pray right now. I have to go pray. You just go up to the prayer rug and you just start and do it. And then you haven't even noticed that you did it. That doesn't count. 
the prayer does not count because you did not set your intention. You did not say what you were at the prayer rug for. When we fast at the time that we need to stop eating, we state our intention that we will fast today until sundown. And there are times when you need to make up a fast. So um, if you were, weren't able to fast for whatever reason, you can make it up at another time of year. It really, it's fairly open. So let's say you, for me, there are some days that it's just crazy. I didn't eat breakfast. I haven't eaten lunch. Then I think, oh, you know what? I'll just wait a couple more hours and then I can count this as one of my fasts that I missed in Ramadan. But no, it doesn't work that way because I did not set out to fast that day. It was just by accident, so to speak. And so you can't count it. Now, these things might seem harsh, but this is this whole idea around living intentionally. I have another podcast, which is talking about intention setting, why we do it, how that helps make our goals. How do we break that down so that we can get to our goals? I do an intention setting workshop within the community live every Monday morning. We set them within the community. I am a I am a huge proponent of intention setting. But today I wanted to tweak it just a little bit so that you understand it's not just this. These are the this is the key to getting our goals to stick, which it is. But these are small, tiny incremental intentions that keep us conscious and aware within our lives all day long. They help us stay present. I always say that you can set an intention. You can set an intention for your day, for your week, your month, your quarter, your year. You can set it in the morning, one at noon, at in the evening. You can set it at any transition in your life. And that might seem kind of laborious, but before we do anything, let's think about what it is that we're going to do and then say to ourselves, I make the intention to, and this is what I'm going to do. Okay. So recently in a course that I am teaching called Art Journaling Through the Artist's Way, One of the tenets of that program is to take yourself on an artist's date every week. And that is a date with yourself, with your little little artist self, something that would delight her. So it could be as simple as going for a walk in nature. It could be as complex as going on, going to a museum or an art opening one of my community members went to a five-hour 
opera the other day and was so delighted. That would not delight me. But everyone, as I say, hashtag you do you. But as we were going around and we were thinking about when was the last time we had taken an artist date? And so someone had said, well, I made art every day, a little bit every day this week. So I guess I did an artist date every day. And I said, that's excellent. Having a practice, a creative practice, a reading practice, a yoga practice, whatever the case is, is amazing. But you didn't set out on those moments when you were making art to say, I am having a date with myself. I am going to connect with my little artist self, and this is my artist date. It's trying to kind of check more than one box with an activity that you just did a rote activity. Think of it this way. If someone said, oh, Janessa, when was the last time you had a date night with your husband? And I'd be like, oh, well, on Tuesday we watched American Greed together. Was that the intention of the evening of, oh, let's do a date night. Let's watch TV together. No, I'm trying to kind of go back and make something count. Whereas if I said, Sam, tonight, do you want to have dinner by ourselves in the dining room for our own little date night? And then we could watch a movie afterwards. That's living with intention as opposed to just letting life happen, kind of going through the motions. How often have you been driving somewhere and all of a sudden it's like you come to, like, where am I? Why am I? I was going to go to the high school to pick up Zane. Why am I now heading towards the highway? Because We are so consumed with our thoughts and getting things done and checking our boxes and reacting that we cannot be proactive and focused and present in the moment to do something as simple as turning left versus right. One of the things that has been very kind of helpful in my own weight loss journey is the concept of committing my meals. So I don't know about you. When I kind of wing it, I don't make good choices because I'm in a rush. I'm overtired. Someone just made me angry. I'm stressed out, all the things that can trigger us to say, I intended to nourish myself, body, mind, and spirit today. And for me, nourishing myself has kind of, I have parameters around that of what what are the foods that I want to fill myself up with and which things are just, they are not serving me right now. And so all of a sudden, if I'm just winging it, I am falling prey 
to the stress, the overwhelm, the sadness, the anger, the tiredness, whatever the case is. And then even though I had a great intention, I am grabbing the first thing that is easy or comforting or caloric so that I can get that little dopamine kick and head on my way. Living intentionally gives you the opportunity to actually plan what it is that you're wanting to do. And then before you do it, say, in this meal, I intend to nourish myself with all the foods that my body loves and needs as fuel, and then having your meal. And you might be saying, Janessa, I think you're on crack. Like who has that time for this and so forth. And here is the key, my friend. We need to slow the heck down. If your surgeon (laughs) were letting themselves become overwhelmed, stressed, and tired, and so forth. And they went in and said, I am intending to do an um, an appendectomy. But then in the midst of all of it, they're going so fast, they take out your gallbladder. That's not okay, right? We need to be intentional. We need to slow down. We need to look at what we're doing. It's no different that when my husband has, he has a procedure um, every couple of months. And when he comes back, he always has like an X on this back on the left side, because that is where they check. They check where, what, what procedure are we doing today on this gentleman who's already out and can't talk to us? There are things that we need to put into place. And that's part of our practice of being able to slow down and instead of react quickly, really just take a deep breath. And what is it is the next right thing for me to do? There are several, there's lots of gurus out there that talk about what's my next right thing. So as you transition, just think of that message of how do I want to spend the next 15 minutes, the next 30 minutes? If you're going to do in your work, so often we just kind of, we get to the end of the day. This is work and home. And all of a sudden it's like, I don't know where the day went. I don't know where the day went. Well, clearly you did a lot of things. But if you can't remember what they were, then you weren't doing them intentionally. And most likely the intention you thought you were going to do when you came in to your day, when you woke up to your day and how you thought, this is how I'm going to spend my day today, probably wasn't. I want it to be a blur of things that I don't even remember. When I talk to women that work with me, we always start with, how was your week? 
How was your week? How did you do from last week? We always finish our sessions with, okay, this is kind of, this is my intention for the next week. This is what my practice is. These are my daily actions. This is how I want to get my needle forward. And so often, and I, I am not, um, I'm not immune of this. Think of all those times you've written a list of the 10 things you were going to do, and then you did 10 different things, and then you added them to that list, and then you crossed them off. So often they'll say, oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get to the gym, but I did declutter my entire upstairs. And while, again, that's great if that was your intention, but you intended to move your body so that you would have more energy so that you can X, Y, Z. It's okay to do things that you did not intend We have lots of bonus time that we can fit in here and there and so forth. It's when we do all of the things instead of what we intended on that gives us this like, eh, feeling. There's always a letdown of like, oh, I was going to do this, this, and this today. And even though I was really busy, I didn't get those things done. So there's this always this dissatisfaction. I want you to win your day. I want you to get to the end of the day and be like, this is exactly what I did. And this is what I set out to do. And yes, I had to change, be flexible and so forth. I mean, this isn't, this isn't a utopia. This is not, I, I'm not a crazy person in the fact that I want you to be perfect because you know you know that's the last thing. Perfect is boring and doesn't actually exist. But here are two, outside of slowing down, here are two tactics that I use and I use with the women that I work with that can help you stay intentional. Start your morning with a morning practice. You knew that was coming, right? So I want everyone to have a morning practice. And hopefully, if you've been listening to me long enough, you have one. There is an order of things that you do when you get up that help you set your day in place. Set your mind where it needs to be, gets your body in motion, gets your spirit going. I'm hoping you're doing morning pages please, please do the morning pages. But one of the things that only takes a minute in your morning practice is to set your intention for the day. What do I want to have done today? I want to have filled my body with only the foods that it loves and needs as fuel. I want to move my body. I want to have spent 10 minutes doing 
my favorite mindful activity. I want to spend quality time with my children. I want to actually have a conversation with my husband, whatever it is for you. And it doesn't have to be a laundry list. It can be three things, three things that if all hell breaks loose and the day falls apart, these three things are my must do. Have your checklist. If feeding your body in a certain way is on your list, this is the time. Do I have those things that I need to follow through on that intention? If you're wanting to do an activity, do you have it on your schedule? Have you set time aside for it? These are the times. Morning, you have to find some quiet in your morning. And is that getting up earlier or is that giving you a break once everyone is off doing what they need to do and giving yourself a half an hour to kit, kind of like what my mother would say, get your poop in a group. And then as part of your evening practice, you know, the one where you go to sleep on a regular, like not insanely late time, maybe washed your face, read a page or two in a book, wrote in a journal, whatever the case is. I want you to have a nightly checklist. What worked this week or what worked today? What was my intention from this morning? And if you can't remember your intention in the evening, you didn't hit your intention. So what was it that I wanted to intend to do today? And did I do it? If not, what got in my way? That gives you intel for the next day. What did you add into your day that you did not intend to do? And did that actually detract from your life or add to your life? We do lots of things for other people that absolutely are not adding value for anyone. Then between, that's kind of bookending your day with intention I want you to really, I want you to be like Sam and there is an intention before you do every single thing. You come into the kitchen. How many times have we come into the kitchen? We can't remember why we came in the kitchen because we're doing it absentmindedly. I'm in the kitchen and I'm going to spend five minutes emptying the dishwasher. And then when you finish that, now I'm going to do this. We spend so much time scrolling on our phones, puttering around the house, kind of wandering aimlessly, doing a little declutter. Let me put all my piles in 90 degree in parallel to each other and so forth. Because we are distracted and we don't know where to start. We're not Living in the moment, my friends. So I really want you 
to really lean into this because this is a practice that is simple, but not easy because we get so swept up in all the drama of everyone else. And we get swept up in the fact that we feel that we need to be so busy, so productive and so forth that we do a lot of things without ever doing anything that matters. There you have it. As I noted, we do intention setting every Monday morning within the community. And I would love for you to join me there. A dailypractice.mn.co so that you can start a transformational journey to living this intentional life and a life of more. Have an amazing week.